like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, today we're talking about childhood friendships. Where do you want to jump in? Oh, I think it's good to start with Frog and Toad. Do you know those two guys? (laughs) (laughs) If listeners aren't familiar with Frog and Toad, you might as well just go to the library and get a nice Frog and Toad, our friends, or Frog and Toad Adventures, or more Frog and Toad. There's a lot of books. Um, you know, there's the Elephant and Piggy. There's all kinds of ones with, with friends disagreeing, because I think we need to model a lot of how friends can stay being friends, even if they don't have the same idea about how to play a certain game at a certain moment on a certain day. What? What? You know, I th- this morning at the bus station, um, I, I saw a little boy who was just all distressed because of friendship problems. And, and you know, it, it gets to you right in the heart, and there's tears, and there's notes back and forth, and there's, there, you know, there's anguish because, as his mom said, you know, adults don't do this much better. I wish I could tell him it gets easier as yeah. you get older. But somehow we, we sometimes we muddle up our friendships. And I think when young kids are just discovering the joy and the, the um, I don't know, the, the difficulty of managing friendships, that, that's a lot. That's a lot to um, sort through. And often we get kind of um, blindsided by how powerful these emotions are when kids find that their first friendships or early friendships just aren't going the way they want them to. People are so complicated with their feelings and moods and, and needs and everything. It's, it's difficult. And especially when you're five or seven or 12 and you're pretty new to the being a human thing anyway um a lot of your interactions with with friends and peers you're you're experiencing things for the first time and it's just it's just a a a muck of social emotional goo you're wading through Um, (laughs) yeah it's definitely a muddle of goo and the thing is the child who's experiencing all these you know hurt or distressed feelings their own skills may not be very good at sorting it out, but neither is the child that they're working with. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's two novices or five novices trying to sort this out together. They're all likely saying the wrong thing. They're all likely doing the wrong thing. They're all overreacting or underreacting or not knowing what the heck is going on. So one thing adults can do with this calm voice of reason, we can't fix the problem. We can't magically fix friendships. But we can let kids know that it's okay to feel you know, upset about this and, and give them some guidance of you know, basic friendship facts, such as I know people can still be friends even if they have different ideas about how to play a game. I mean, this is, this is radical. Yeah. Kids think yeah. that if they're having a fight over who's going to be, you know, Ella in Frozen or who's going to be <laughs> something, they all want this, they all want that, who's going to be the bad guy, um, that they can't still be friends even if they have different ideas about what's going on at the moment. Um, you know, you can't come to my birthday party, you're mean, all these sorts of things. I mean, we go for the heart, we go for the jugular. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, uh, it's hard... It's hard for kids to under this, understand that when we live in a world where it seems like adults are so divided over, I don't know whether it's politics or who likes Batman and who likes Superman better, that, that we, we as adults have a hard time even modeling this for the little people in our lives. And so it, it just, it seems, it seems like we're setting ourselves up for failure just by the way we adults go through the world sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to have the, the perfect model from the adults, but sharing our mistakes in our friendships can help kids, too. So, uh -huh. um, you know, you can cuddle up together with a child and, and tell them how you muffed it when you were a kid and did something that, you know, your friend didn't like way back when. I think uh, they do watch what we do as adults, but I think they care more about the child's stories yeah. and what we did when we were five or how we blew it when we were in third grade. Uh -huh. uh, because those are teaching tales just like Frog and Toad. And they, they show that, yeah, you know, it was rough and she got through it. And, oh, they were still friends for, what, 17 years afterwards? Wow. Or they're still friends and look at all that gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, give, sharing those stories, making yourself a little bit vulnerable by sharing those stories is, is probably a, a, a valuable thing to do. And I, I think very few of us lack a, a good supply of those type of stories if we start digging into our, our memories and looking for them. Right, right. And it's good for them to know how we muffed it and how, you know, it hurt but we, we got on, we got over it, and the friendship still stood. That's really important. And how to set limits on a friend so that you, you know, how you can um, set some borders up together, some boundaries so that you can coexist together. Maybe there's a friend who's being bossy or always directing how the play goes and your child wants to have a say in it. Or maybe it's the opposite. Um, or maybe there's just some big misunderstanding. Uh, there's so many things that can go oops and wrong in in uh, these social interactions. And I think it's, it, you know, that's one of the things I started off with Frog and Toad because any stories like that where you have a, a, a series of stories and, and often there's a misunderstanding or they're at odds with each other. There's also mole and troll and all kinds of ones. But they have a misunderstanding, they get mad at each other, and then it all ends up okay again. Um, and there's another story about them. Oh, look, they're still friends. Even though they had a big tiff about something, look, they're okay. They're still together.
yeah, yeah, we can, you can move forward beyond that stuff. So any, any other thoughts on, on those early young people friendships, new to friendships? Yeah, just really remember how new it is for them, how they don't know what a friend can be. And you can reinforce it. Anything you believe about friendships, such as, you know, um, friends don't hurt each other. It looks like you hurt each other. Let's go figure out what we can do. You know, friends take care of each other. Friends stick up for each other. Friends do things together. Just letting them know what's going on and that, yeah, friends get mad at each other. That's another one of the things that happens. So it's, it's basically helping these people who are, are, are new to this game of friendship, figure, figuring out the, the quote-unquote rules, the parameters to what, what friendships are. Because, I mean, because like you said, they, they don't know. And so we've got to help them, help them define what those relationships are. Is that what it we're can, doing? It can be helpful to, to give some observations and some facts about friendships. Like I know friends can have different ideas and still be friends. And also to give models from your own stories or, or reading friendship stories. Um, it all helps. It all works. It's not a linear process. Just those feelings are very real. Don't belittle them. Don't try to rush them. And, you know, depending on your kid's personality, they may be back to being friends within minutes or it may take days. But either way, um, you can be there and be a calm voice for them. Heather, now what about frenemies? When, when, what when about them? Well, when does, when, when, I mean, that's a real thing. When, when do you start explaining? Is that something that we start having those conversations about with, with four-year-olds or, or what's the, what help? Well, I think you can always, when in doubt, you just go back to the basics of what I call the renegade golden rule is people aren't for hurting. Um, so don't hurt people, their bodies are their feelings. And, and if you're dealing with something that in a frenemy situation, that's not really, um, some people aren't really true friends. They're acting other ways. And kids will figure that out, but they might, again, need you by their side. Okay, that helps. Any more on this one before we wrap it up? No, but, you know, gl glory in those friendships. And, you know, while we're focusing on kid friendship. Make sure you take time to uh, take care of your own adult friendships because those will see you through. Yeah, and, and make sure you and, and the little people in your lives have, have time in their schedules for, for those relationships. Because, I mean, one of the things I, I see with kids is they're, and we've talked about this in the show before, they're so scheduled that there's not time for that just hanging out with a friend stuff. And, and the, I mean, relationships take time. And so maybe one of the ways you can do to one of the things you can do in the new year to, to nurture friendships for yourself and the young people in your lives is to, to devote some time to those things. Cause I think that's a, that's an important piece of the puzzle as well. Yeah. And sometimes even suggesting if, if, a, if your child is talking a lot about a certain kid in your, in the class or something, you can say, I wonder if Robin might be starting to be a friend for you. Because even that idea sometimes planting, oh, well, I played, I played with him on Monday and on Tuesday, and on, hmm, maybe, maybe oh. we are becoming friends. Huh, what a new idea. <laughs> <laughs> that, can, that can work uh, powerfully, too. Good old Robin. 
Hey, this has been Renegade Rules. We'll be back soon with another episode. Find Heather at heathershoemaker.com. There's, 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 there's all kinds of good stuff over there. Check it out. You can find me at playvolutionhq.com. And if you're looking for another podcast to stick in your ears, we've just, uh, beginning of January, we started uh, releasing the Timbernook Tips podcast with uh, Angela Hanscom, former, former guest on the Renegade Rules show. So you, you might like that one out there. You can find it. You know how to find podcasts. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. And there's another one. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh. Hey, we need your support to keep the podcasts flowing. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash support to learn how. One of the big things you can do is shop Amazon with the link we provide. You buy your cat food, you buy your kids' books, you buy whatever it is you buy on Amazon, you pay the regular price. We get a small percentage of it. Everybody wins. A lot of people are doing it. It really supports the shows, and we really appreciate it. Give it a try. Thanks. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.